Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the Conscious Coach Podcast. I am super excited to be talking about how to stay grounded today. And this has been on my mind a lot because the world is crazy. (laughs) And um, I'm in the middle of a lot of different things in my life. For those of you who follow me on social media, my baby's going to kindergarten. Well, she's not my baby, but my oldest is going to kindergarten. Um, My youngest just turned one. I have a lot going on in my life, a lot of things that are changing. And this has been on my mind for me personally, and I know that it will be helpful to you. It has been helpful to my clients um, to be talking about how to stay grounded. And I just want to share the definition for grounded because I think that um, starting with definitions is just a good way to all of us get on the same page. Like, what are we talking about, right? And so the definition of grounded, according to Merriam-Webster, is mentally and emotionally stable, admirably sensible, realistic, and unpretentious. And so I really love that definition because um, that, especially the mentally and emotionally stable piece. Because the only thing, as you know, we probably have heard this quote, but the only thing that is a constant in life is change. And um, we can rely on change all the time. And so as I'm going through a lot of personal change, my schedule is so different than it has been in the past. Um, My business is starting to focus more on, you know, leveraged offers. My babies are growing up. The world, there's just a lot going on in the world, which there always is, right? But I think especially the news recently has put out a lot of information that make people feel unstable. And so I really wanted to create this episode to help you stay grounded and what that means for you. So I have a few ideas um, that I want to share. But the first one that I just want to offer is that this is very personal, right? Like everything I share, I want you to personalize. I don't think that there's a one size fit all to mental health. And even though we're going to talk a lot, a lot about different ways to stay grounded and mentally stable, um, if it doesn't fit, always just disregard it. I I hope you listen to this podcast that way, that even though I share my ideas strongly, try it on. If it doesn't fit, don't keep it, right? Like that's how I listen to all of my content. Does this work for me? Yes or no. Do I believe this? Yes or no. Do I want to challenge my belief about this? Yes or no, right? Like all of it is trying it on to see if it can benefit and improve my life. So I hope this episode does that for you. So let's dive in. The first thing that I have um, for you is daily rituals. I think our brains love a lot of different things. In fact, I'm going to actually start this podcast episode off talking about Tony Robbins' Six Human Needs. It's been coming up in a few of my different groups recently. So Tony Robbins' Six Human Needs are first, certainty. His second need is uncertainty or variety. Then it's love and connection. Then it's significance. Number five is growth. And number six is contribution. And so our brains are, and we all have six of those needs. Every single person has all six of those needs. It's just in a different order and in a different um, severity, right? So maybe you really need certainty. You want predictability. You want to know for sure. Um, You don't like when plans are thrown, you know, thrown off or whatever. Or maybe you have a strong need for variety. Um, I highly recommend you go and look that up on your own time. But I did want to mention it because all of us have the need for certainty. And when I think of grounded, I think of certainty, that feeling of safety, that feeling of trust, that we know it's going to happen, that all is well. 
And I think when I picture myself grounded, I picture myself feeling a lot of certainty, right? And I would argue that this is both a circumstance in our life that we create physical certainty and safety for ourselves, as well as learn to monitor and manage your own mind to create that certainty within. And that's what we're going to talk about in the next um, points that I have. But this first one, these daily rituals is a way to create an, an external circumstance of certainty. And so I'm just going to share some of my ideas and hopefully you can borrow them. So one of them that I have is I work out every day. And not only is it helpful for my, you know, my mental health and my emotional health, because moving your body has a lot of those positive um, ripple effects, like with your neurotransmitters, like <laughs> there's, and just feeling that in those endorphins and the sweat, and there's so many different, <laughs> different um, things that happen physiologically when you work out that boost your mood. But also I think there's that predictability and that certainty that when I go to my basement to work out, that feeling of like familiarity, it's really grounding to me. It also helps me feel better because it's something that I did for myself. And so not only does it have the physical benefits, but the mental benefits. And so that's part of my daily ritual. The other things that I do is like I drink green juice every day and I try to journal or read every single day. And so I can go inward and that gives me a lot of certainty. Um, Some other things that I think you guys might resonate with is like I like to listen to my favorite podcasts every day. And that create that is a daily ritual of mine because I constantly want to learn And it gives me that stability that like I'm creating my future and that feels like safety to me. And so that's a daily ritual that I'm constantly creating my life. A lot of you guys already have that as a daily ritual. I'm just kind of sharing some of mine. So how to stay grounded. Number one, daily rituals. How are your daily rituals? What can you tweak? What can you improve? What can you recommit to? Number two, um, I'm going to share a book that I absolutely love. It's called The Gentle Art of Blessing by Pierre Pratervand. I'm probably saying that wrong, Um, but I love this book. I'm actually reading it for the second time. And he talks about a lot of kind of woo and spiritual principles, but breaks it down into one practice that can change your life. And I've seen this work in my life. I'm going to try not to get emotional while I'm talking to my computer. Um, But it's he, he shares such a powerful exercise and it's just like blessing people in your mind, but the the emotional impact, the spiritual impact it can have on you to bless people who hate you, to bless people who don't know you, to bless people who have wronged you, to bless people you're triggered by, to bless your children, to bless your husband, to bless your family, to bless your mom and dad, to bless strangers. And this is just something that you do in your own mind, but you like send goodwill towards them in a, in a way that makes you feel different. This isn't just something you do mentally. This is something you do with your body, right? Like it feels amazing to bless people. Um, and so I really recommend you read the book. It, it really is a fascinating and powerful principle to live by. And that helps me stay grounded because when I'm thinking of blessing other people in my own mind and just wishing people the best, you know, and he talks about a lot of different strategies, but one of my favorite ones is um, he shares a story about how he was let go from a job and he was so bitter and so resentful. And I think we all have those situations in our life, you know, even if it's not someone that you're resentful for, maybe you are frustrated by your business. Maybe you feel overwhelmed by your personal finances. Maybe you're fighting in your family. I don't know what you're going through, but whatever you are going through right now, blessing can help you feel better when you bless someone else. Number one, it's true abundance, right? Because if you're blessing someone else, it means you have 
you are totally taken care of because you're you're in a in a position where you are helping you're in the posture of helping someone else and so you're not in lack because you're giving from abundance and so i love that that when we bless other people we move beyond ourselves and so whatever is giving you trouble how can you bless someone whoever's involved maybe it's like so one of the things that i've done in my own business and i talk about this with my clients it's like are you whoever you're triggered by bless them so if you're like watching this coach on social media and they really trigger you, take a second and just like, I hope they have the most prosperity. I really wish them the best. I hope that they have an amazing marriage and life and business and like just bless them in their mind <clears throat> with total sincerity, right? And watch how it changes your perception of them and your experience of their posts. Like it will change you. And this is one of the I mean, it's it's hard to do in the beginning, but the more you practice it and really let it change you, I think the implications of blessing are really profound. And, and honestly, I think you guys would agree that the world needs more of this, right? We need to bless more people instead of resent them, criticize them, tear them down. And um, I think if we were honest with ourselves, we would want other people to bless us too. And so I think about the law of karma, you know, what goes around comes around. And if we want blessings, the quickest way to get them is actually to give them away. So if you want prosperity, bless other people with prosperity. Um, and this is actually in a book called The Happy Pocket Full of Money. You've probably heard me talk about it. I love this book. And he talks about the quickest way to feel wealthy is to help other people create wealth, either through giving or through teaching wealth consciousness or um, by just really giving from your own abundance things like that. But I think blessing is one of those ways that we can give without actually physically giving. We can just give our goodwill to other people. So I really want to share that with you because that does ground me and I think it'll ground you too. This is one of those principles that won't work in theory. You actually have to apply it. So please like just try it today. Who can you bless and just truly feel it. Feel the change in your body and watch miracles happen in your life. Number three, I said I have little notes that I'm sharing. Um, number three, first, how to stay grounded is turn to faith, not fear. And this is just a choice in perception, right? And a choice in what you choose to think about. Faith and fear are both anticipating the future, right? Fear and faith are both equally unpredictable. I could choose to have faith and it's still a question. We don't know it's going to work out. But the same is, can be said of fear, right? We don't know how it's going to work out. And so you have a choice to make. You can choose to tune into faith or choose to tune into fear. And I want to break this down for your business since you guys are building a business. I think this is an, <laughs> there's no other place that I'd rather talk about this because I think um, it's such a metaphor for life, right? Our businesses are just huge metaphors for the work we have to do on ourselves and our own evolution, but I think let's use your business as an example. So you could choose to look, let's see, it's when this is, episode's going to come out, it's going to be September. It's September. <laughs> There's a few months left of the year. You can be freaking out about your goals and whether you're going to hit the big number that you want and get to the club you want to get into or whatever, like the, the awards, whatever you're trying for right now or the number that you want to share with your family. You can choose to be freaked out that it's not going to happen or you can choose to believe that everything's happening in perfect timing. You can choose to believe that no one wants to work with you, or you could also choose to believe that there are people right now in your orbit ready to hire you, right? Both are choices in faith versus fear. And this, this choice is available to us, not just in our business, but every day, right? And for me, this is really about faith in God, faith in a higher power, faith that I'm being guided. 
And when I tune into that, I do feel certainty. I do feel grounded because fear is very like, I feel like I'm flying around, right? Like I'm untethered and it's scary because I'm just like free floating, like don't know what's going to happen. Whereas faith feels very grounded to me. And so I want you to take some time. How do you know you're leaning into faith? What is it? Not just like in your mind, but how do you know in your body? What does it feel like when you are feeling faith? versus feeling fear. For me, faith is very centered. I feel grounded. That's part of why I'm bringing it up for this podcast. But like, I feel planted. I feel centered. I feel sturdy. I feel full. But when I feel fearful, I feel like there's a lot of energy just like leaving my body and I don't know what to do. And I'm trying to grasp it and I'm trying to bring it back into my body. But it's hard to grab, almost like I'm trying to grab like um, the clouds, right? Like I can't get it. And it's very, it feels very chaotic to me. And so I know when I'm feeling faith because I feel very centered. I feel almost like slow versus fear feels like, ah! right? And so I just want you guys to tune in. Like, how do you know you're feeling faithful? How, how do you tune into faith? And then make the active choice to make that a daily ritual, right? So this can look like prayer or meditation or just a feel like maybe sitting in silence, walking around outside barefoot, whatever it takes to remember to center your body and breathe. One of my other favorite tools is uh, breathwork. I just use the breathwork app, but it really helps me slow everything down. Remember what's most important. Remember what's real. And we create our reality, right? You guys are coaches, so you get this. <laughs> but we create our reality with our perception, with our thinking. And so do you want to create your reality with faith or do you want to create your, your reality with fear? And I know the answer is obviously faith, but how often do you let that slide or let it slip out of your grasp because you've just been asleep or on autopilot? So wake up. I think that's part of faith is like waking up and being present to what's going on and actively using your agency to choose faith. Okay, number four is get present. And this is something that I'm very passionate about. If In another life, I was probably like, I don't know, a spiritual teacher or something. But I love Eckhart Tolle, um, who teaches about presence and the eternal now. I love meditation and mindfulness. I think it's a really powerful practice. I'm not like this yogi who sits in silence for a long period of time, but I do try to cultivate presence every day and especially like mindfulness throughout the day, right? Being mindful when I do dishes even. I use like boring tasks, almost like a like an opportunity for me to deepen my work. And I invite you to do the same, not because it makes me better or because like I think that's the way, but it does center me it helps my mind come back down kind of like we talked about with faith versus fear but like really slowing down being really present because um one of the things that Eckhart teaches which I love is like you have no problems in the now like if you were really serious if we were if you and I were to sit down and just have a real conversation and I asked you do you have any problems in this present moment the answer is probably no (laughs) you know maybe you have I don't know like an upset stomach like I don't know Maybe you have asthma, like I, like I'm thinking um, right now for me, there's a lot of smoke where I live and my asthma is flared up. Like, I guess that could be a problem, but when you can compare that to like the rest of the world or the big things that are happening that, it, happening that everyone's afraid of, like, do you have any real problems right now? Are you safe? You're listening to a podcast where I can assume a few things about your life. You have the internet, you probably have a phone. Like really, when you get present, you are totally taken care of. You are safe. You are okay. 
Um, there's no tiger chasing you, right? Like I think our primitive brains love to imagine bad things happening, but we have to remind our brains that old software program running in our mind that we're okay. And when you can get present, I think that's an opportunity for you to really feel how safe you are. And our nervous systems need that training, right? Like I'm not going to go too deep into this, but there's a lot of evidence and a lot of science coming out about our nervous systems and how important it is to calm it down, to be really still, to deep belly breathe, (laughs) to relax, to do active relaxation like breath work or yoga. Um, I'm not a huge yogi, like I said, but like I do try to find little ways to practice this and mostly it's just presence. And so I wanna invite you to do that. Like, how can you be more present today? Can you take five minutes and just breathe? Can you journal? Can you get outside and just feel the sunshine? Um, One of the other ways that I like um, how Robin Sharma describes this is just savoring the moment. And I love that idea of like savoring. Can you linger in the moment and just savor it a little bit? When you walk outside, can you smell the air? When you walk on the grass, can you feel like the, the dew on your feet? Can you feel the sunshine? Can you hear the birds? I know this sounds silly, but this is what life is about. And I think if you can learn to enjoy, no matter like no matter what's going on in the world, right? If you can learn to enjoy the little simple things, you are a very happy person because no one can take that away from you, right? I love the book, A Man's Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl. He's um, in Auschwitz and he, this is when the Holocaust was going on. And he talks about like the last human freedom is our response to whatever's going on. Like no one can take that away from you. And so I just want to give that back to you that presence is one of those things that you have a claim on no matter what is going on. You can slow down your brain and acknowledge the present moment enough to calm your nervous system down, to cultivate that gratitude and sufficiency, to feel safe and give yourself the gift of like, that moment, the eternal now. And so I really want to invite you guys to do that, whatever it looks like for you. This is how you can stay grounded no matter where you are, is get really present. What do you feel? What do you smell? What do you see? This is a grounding experience. And then the last thing I have for you is gratitude, which I just hinted at. Um, And I wrote down, cultivate it. Don't just go through the motions. Because I think everyone teaches gratitude, and this is kind of like goes along with the gentle art of blessing that I talked about earlier. Like, yeah, like that sounds good in theory, but like, are you actually doing it? I think a really powerful definition of success is simply doing the things that are easy not to do. Think about diet and exercise. Think about business, all the things that are easy to do to grow your business, but we often, because it's easy not to do, we don't do it. And it's easy to do, right? But the people who win are the people who actually do it. So when is the last time you intentionally felt gratitude for your life? What are the little moments that you can recall in your mind's eye to feel gratitude? And I love Tony Robbins teaches this so powerfully. He talks about like the little things like, like for me, it's like the way that my husband's like smile lines look on his face. Like I love that he has smile lines because he smiles a lot and he's happy or the way that my baby's giggle sounds or the way that my girl's hair smells after the bath, like, (laughs) like little things like that, kind of like, like we just talked about presents. I think those are, these go hand in hand, savoring the present moment so much that you can feel the gratitude of being alive. This is how you stay grounded. It's so easy to get lost in the news and the events and what's wrong with the world. But when you slow down enough to tune into what's available to you to feel powerful and alive now, 
you rewire your brain. And if you do this over time every day, like imagine the kind of life you can live if you cultivate gratitude every single day. And not just like in your mind, but feeling it in your body. You will live a very rich life. You will feel better. <laughs> and so I want to give, like, extend that invitation to you. Don't just listen to this podcast and change nothing. My invitation to you is that every time you listen to content, you are changed. Not because of the person creating the content, but because you applied it. So whatever you take from this, actually integrate it into your life so that you can stay grounded and then share it with the people who you know could use it. I think we need more light spread in this world where there's so much darkness and confusion and fear being taught and preached and shoved down our throats everywhere. We need more intentional, conscious people to share the message that there is light available, there is presence available, there is gratitude available if we tune into it. And so I just want to encourage you, like you are a lighthouse in this world. You are important. You have a message. You can be an example. I really think coaches, one of the main um, focus points that I, I, I love teaching coaches about is like the role model. Like people look to you as a role model. They're identifying things that you do well and trying to calibrate to that. And so share this message with them, not like obviously in your own way, but that we can be grounded and serve the world more than continuing to spread fear, spread light, spread knowledge for sure, help people, uplift people, um, try to help people feel more gratitude, find ways to serve. I think that that's what's so cool about being a coach in this world is that that's what we're literally meant to do. That's like our career choice. It's such a blessing. It's such a miracle. So I wanted to share these things with you. I hope that you're able to stay grounded um, in whatever's going on in your life, personal, or whether you just tune into the world events and feeling the fear. Bring it back. Cultivate and feel that gratitude. Get present. Choose faith. Bless other people. And then focus on your daily rituals and watch your life change as you compound this over time. Thank you for listening. Um, I will see you next week. Hey, I hope you loved today's episode. If you're ready to grow your coaching business with high level, higher ticket clients, I'd love to invite you to join my business program, Pro Coach. It's my lifetime membership program to help you craft, market, and sell your coaching packages to aligned, high level clients. Find out more at itsambersmith.com forward slash program. I'll talk to you soon.